the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to California Business Connections, brought to you by the California African American Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities throughout the state of California. Your host, Carl Davis Jr., talks to the rock stars of this great state and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed entrepreneurs, along with business and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to California Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the Western Regional Director of the U.S. Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all local Black chambers. We help them help small businesses. So help us help you help these small businesses. Now, my guest today, they say I interview the rock stars of Silicon Valley. Well, I went outside of Silicon Valley and I went to the Department of Homeland Security. Okay, don't don't get don't get afraid. Don't be intimidated right now. They are going to share some things today that's really going to be eye-opening for a lot of young entrepreneurs or a lot of entrepreneurs that are startups. So we're going to talk to a Miss Melissa O. And she's the managing director of the Silicon Valley Innovation Project. How are you doing today, Melissa? I'm doing great. Thanks, Carl. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited to dive into what we're going to talk about. But before we do, you and I and the team, we were laughing earlier about when people hear Department of Homeland Security, they get afraid. And and John was so great to talk about your mission to protect the nation, right? And, And can you just share a little bit about that? When people think Department of Homeland Security, tell us about the mission of the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Carl. Um, uh, the Department of Homeland Security is responsible for uh, many aspects of keeping our homeland safe, keeping this country safe, our citizens um, uh, secure, and uh, and it encompasses many different missions, all the way from you know protecting the president through um, supporting our first responder community um, to. You know, you, you see them at the airport all the time with TSA or if you're coming back into the country with CBP and customs. Um, they're also responsible for um, enforcing uh, our trade importers and making sure that we get we get uh, um, trade uh, goods from from good countries and stuff. So we actually have a very wide mission. Um, and uh, and so um, a lot of that has to do with just keeping the keeping the country safe and protecting um, you and I. I, I love that. I love that. And there's a department that they have. It's called the Silicon Valley Innovation Project. But that's about the technology. And when you guys were explaining to me earlier about, yeah, we want to keep the country safe. How do we best do that? Some of the things we're going to do is incentivize people, incentivize people to help us come up with creative solutions to things. I'm excited about that, Melissa. So before I start asking you questions about that, this Silicon Valley 
Innovation Project. Um, what is that? So the Silicon Valley Innovation Program is, is actually part of um, the Science and Technology Directorate within DHS. So we're the science and tech arm um, and the science advisor for the whole department. And we do a lot of, um, within ST, we do a lot of the basic applied research all the way to product development, which I do, um, and testing and evaluation. So we do a lot of the cool, um, interesting technology-driven uh, uh, work to support our operators and end users in the field. Um, and so within the Silicon Valley Innovation Program, I actually work with startups, um, typically early stage companies that have a commercial product that they're developing for, you know, enterprise, business, consumers or whatnot. And I look for ways to partner with them to find alignment with what they're doing commercially that may have good alignment with um, the DHS mission as well. And so we partner with them to um, develop a collaborative project together um, to help, you know, in addition to them solving, you know, their commercial purposes, they can actually also have a DHS customer and help support our citizens and our public um, with secure products uh, and, to, and to support our mission in that way. Man, that's wonderful. Now, I know the Department of Homeland Security, it's a large organization. You mentioned things like TSA, right? And all these acronyms, you probably use them so much, you're probably very comfortable doing it. Um, you know, this thing about the Federal Emergency Management Agency, and we talked a little bit about TSA, how you work with them. That group that when you use that that acronym of S&T, that's the Science and Technology Directive, right? That's that correct, has yeah. a specific function. It, tell me a little bit more about when I use the word DHS, Department of Homeland Security, S&T, like what do you do from that perspective? And this may be something you covered earlier, but I want to I revisit this so our listeners know exactly what you do, Melissa. Yeah, sure. So um, S&T, which stands for Science and Technology, is a part of the, the headquarters function within uh, the Department of Homeland Security. And so we help to advise the operational agencies within the DHS, um, whether that's you know, FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or TSA, the Transportation Security Administration, um, or the United States Coast Guard. We provide um, a lot of the technical expertise to them. We also fund you know, everywhere from academic researchers all the way through um, large industry, as well as, in my case, startups um, to help basically bring those technologies into the department, into DHS to help solve our mission problems. Um, and so, you know, ST addresses a range of current emerging threats, you know, from aviation security to chemical and biological detection, you know, in, in, in critical infrastructure, as well as climate. Uh, natural disasters, cybersecurity, you know, and many, many other uh, technical challenges that we that we face in in the country. And um, and our goal at, at ST is to to help bring that technology out of the industry, out of industry, out of academia, out of the commercial sector to really help um, help keep the country safe. Man, that's wonderful, and I'm glad you're coming to us because you know you want this program, and you know our program is. It covers Northern California, but it covers Silicon Valley. And that's, that's huge for your initiative, the Silicon Valley Innovation Program. You know, how unique is that program? Is this program like the first time it started? Has it been around for a while? Give us a little history about the SVIP. Yeah, sure. Um, so SVIP started in 2015. Um, uh, it was actually um, born out of this 
um, recognition within the government that we're not harnessing startup technology very efficiently, or we're not, for some reason, we're not attracting startups to working with the government. And mm -hmm. why is that? It turns out that, you know, we're often too slow or we're very hard to understand. And so I, I set out in 2015 to create a program that um, demystifies working with DHS, um, lowers the barriers of entry for startups to working with a big, huge customer like the like the federal government. Um, and so we did that in 2015 and um, have been, you know, working with it, you know, Silicon Valley companies as well as, you know, innovation communities, the startup ecosystem around the world. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and have really been trying to find this way of bridging commercial R&D to government applications where, you know, part of that is co-investing and accelerating that technology transition to market. Um, part of that is we're a customer um, looking for a solution. And so we're, you know, to some, to, in some ways, we're providing that product market fit for a lot of the startups that, that we work with. Um, no, and, I love uh, it. I love your content. I want you to go ahead because I love your concept because you are the customer and not only you're the customer, you're actually creating an opportunity for startups to tailor make solutions that you're going to use, correct? Absolutely, exactly. But but tailor making them while still re, uh, maintaining their commercial roadmap. We want to yes. make sure, and that was actually one of the biggest hurdles that startups had in working with the government in the past was um, the government often would say, we want this product and yeah. did not keep in mind that the startup, in order to stay alive, they needed to actually keep on their commercial roadmap. Um, and so our program is specifically designed to come alongside them and just look at, ask, ask them to open the aperture, not pivot into government. We want them to stay commercial um, because we want to ultimately, at least in the, in the aspects, um, in the work I do, we want our agencies to acquire from the commercial marketplace. We don't want them to turn into bespoke um, government uh, contract companies. No, that's, you know, that's huge. And I'm glad you're explaining it. And we're going to take some more time, even on the second half, to explain uh, more of that. But I want to ask you a question before we finish the first half, because people listen to the radio usually in their car or whatever they do. How do you want people to contact you? If someone's interested and they heard what you were saying, Melissa, and they're like, wow, I want to I want to find out how to connect with them. I want to do it on this half of the show and the second half. How do people contact you? Yeah, uh, the easiest way to find us is actually to just Google DHS SEIP, Silicon Valley Innovation Program. They'll get to our website, our email that reaches the whole team is there and they can get to us uh, and myself that way. And can they also find out about the July 14th event uh, using that too? Yeah, absolutely. They can find out. We've got that July 14th event about uh, the Silicon Valley Innovation Program and the new funding topic that we've got going on software supply chain visibility tools. They can um, uh, join, ask questions, learn about the learn about what we're funding and, and about the program. Um, they can just Google DHS SVIP. It's at the top of the page and uh, they can register, uh, get to the registration page that way. Wow. No, that's that, that's very, very important. You know, I was talking to a friend earlier when I was telling him I was going to interview you for the show. And we talked about, you know, the world today and, you know, um, the power of somebody, you know, having a cyber war. You know, what goes that we depend on the Internet so much that right now, if our Internet went down, I mean, how many things get whacked out? You know, we got about Two minutes, Melissa, for this side of the show. Take your time, but I want to. I, I want you to talk to me a little bit about 
how you guys see cyber attacks and and part of what you're doing now is maybe preparing for that, right? Absolutely. Um, we've got some interesting work um, and uh, and a project that we want to begin um, working on in, in the cyber realm, um, specifically on software supply chain security. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we're actually really excited. We have an event in, um, on July 14th coming up um, where it's a virtual industry day where folks can get to learn more about what we need uh, to help solve that problem. Um, and we're actually going to fund companies to work on that uh, on that challenge. Wow, man. Cyber it was July 14th. That's a virtual, you said a virtual industry? Yeah, virtual industry day, July 14th. Just uh, uh, Google DHS SVIP. And at the top of our webpage, there's a, a link to find uh, uh, more and to register for our event. Um, the, the topic is on uh, software supply chain visibility tools. We recognize that there's a number of uh, high profile attacks on our software supply chain recently. And so this is our way of reaching out with the, to, to the startup community, uh, mobilizing them to help us help help the world um, to improve on um, uh, everybody's vulnerabilities in, in, in cyberspace. But I want to ask you a question about, um, you know, this process that you talked about in the first half. You know, I'm an entrepreneur and I know there's entrepreneurs out there and, they, and, they're, and they're thinking about technology that they can use. And I'm glad you said it the way you did so they don't have to be just government specific. They can stay on their own course. But uh, take me through this process of how somebody would actually submit a project and try to get a contract with you. Well, why don't you walk me through the phases of that, Melissa? Definitely, sure. So um, as I mentioned, you know, we, we, we are targeting and trying to find early stage startups and entrepreneurs who are working on a commercial product. And what we'll do is we'll put out a, a, a use case, a problem statement out there. Um, we call it a topic call. And so we've actually got three open funding topic calls uh, that are available right now. And but, but before I go into that, I'll talk about kind of how, how it works. And so mm-hmm. ultimately what we do is we announce the topic. We say, here's our problem. Here's our use case. Here's the operational agency within DHS that has this challenge that they they, they are trying to meet. And so we're seeking and trying to um, uh, get startups to think about what our problem says, what our pain points are, and whether or not they've got products that they, that they think could meet the need. If that's the case, they can apply to our program, basically describe what it is that their that their solution is innovative, you know, how it's innovative, how they think it can meet the DHS need, uh, and then they'll go through a four phase pro- program. Um, and each phase provides sort of uh, milestone gates through um, for each each step of the way. So. Uh, phase one is when it's it's our first time dating, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's uh, a proof of concept. We want to see can they walk the talk? Do they have a product? And can they can they demonstrate an an MVP, a minimum viable product that can meet DHS's needs? Um, phase two, if they're successful in phase one, we'll invite them to phase two, and then that's where they'll they'll fully bake in the requirements from DHS um, into their prototype. Phase three, if they're successful in phase two, will red team test it. We have an independent test, um, testing organization that will red team test it and functionally test it, make sure it meets um, the requirements that uh, that we set out. Um, but it also provides the companies an opportunity to have this independent report that that they can share with others that says, hey, DHS tested my product and it met the met the need, met the requirements. And once they're successful in phase three, we'll invite them to phase four, which is where they will operationally test it and prepare for deployment in, into our into the operational field. Um, and so through that four phase process, we're funding them up to $500,000 of non-dilutive funding um, to provide, to adapt their solution, their commercial solution to meet DHS's needs. 
Um, and so that's why that's why we find this a, a collaborative project where we're looking to find mutual benefit um, between what they're trying to do and what we're what DHS is trying to do. Well, that you know, when you laid that out, I, I'm sure a lot of startup uh, entrepreneurs are hearing, and that last part they heard too about the five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Perfect. sure they heard that. <laughs> but you know, that part you talked about in phase three, when you bring in your red team, you said, to test it and come out with that report, that's huge to a lot of them. And you know that, right? Exactly. Exactly. Man, I um, can help take it. Go ahead. We have found that, um, you know, by collaborating with the companies, they they have seen benefit, not just, you know, having this independent DHS report that says, hey, my product actually says what it's supposed to do and it's hardened, it's secure. Um, but we also have heard from some of the companies that we've worked with that they've been able to raise their next round of capital because they can talk about our project. Mm -hmm. I don't do any topics that are classified. The, mm -hmm. the, the work that we do is, is in the open, it's shared. A lot of our, uh, a lot of our, our current projects are on our website. Um, so mm -hmm. folks can learn about it. Folks can, um, and, and we actually um, amplify the message of the startups trying to get them to be successful because if they're successful, we're successful. Wow, no, that's, that's huge. Now that you talked about those four phases though, I know you were talking about topic calls and you had three topic calls. Uh, I don't know, is that appropriate for you to share right now? Could you share those three topic calls? Yeah, sure. Um, so the, the one we've already mentioned was the software supply chain visibility tools. That's the one where we're looking to support and, and improve upon our, our cybersecurity across the board. Um, we've got that event on July 14th, so folks can um, join. It's free for anyone around the world to join, um, ask questions, learn about the problem uh, set, um, talk to the operational agency that's uh, behind it, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Um, and so that, that problem uh, or that topic is asking for technologies to help us find, you know, uh, to improve the transparency of what's going on in the software supply chain um, and, and how, to, how to better improve our risk assessment capabilities um, across the enterprise. Um, the other two topics that we have that are that we're looking for solutions on is um, securing soft targets. So think about surface transportation systems, mass transit stations. You know, we want to make sure that um, that the uh, the current security cameras that they have out there um, are are advanced enough that they can actually spot if someone's leaving behind a suspicious bag um, mm -hmm. or something's something's going on. So we know that there's a lot of computer vision. Um, and uh, uh, video analytic capabilities out there um, that's being developed in the tech world. And we wanna see how we can better um, harness that. Um, and then the third one is actually partnering with FEMA, the Federal Emergency Man Management Agency, and, um, and in, in the area of flood data collection and analysis. Um, the, their basic premise is where is water? Um, because if mm. they know where water is, they can better, uh, better and more rapidly um, uh, assess claims and pay out claims faster because the the slowdown in their processing is knowing actually sending adjusters out trying to figure out where the water is how high the water is what buildings got damaged and because they have to wait to send people out and um, once the once the floods have receded um, that takes a lot of time and it, it really slows the claims processing down so that's a that's the the other area that we're looking for solutions is data sources and data analytic tools to improve the the timing and process Man, Melissa, you've given us a lot of information. Now, you mentioned something about the program being around since 2015. So that means you guys have some history with some entrepreneurs and, and what they've done. You know, what types of projects have you done in the past and what technologies have you developed that are maybe in use right now? You remember any of those? 
Yeah, definitely. One of the ones that comes to mind, and I kind of uh, mentioned it on the top half of the of the uh, program, was um, we're, we've been working with the um, Customs and Border Protection Tra Office of Trade. So this is the custom side of, of DHS, where you know um, anything you receive, anything you wear, a lot of that is actually imported from outside the United States. Mm -hmm. And so um, part of their uh, responsibility is making sure that we are um, bringing in goods and, re and, and textiles and, 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 and um, items that aren't coming from risky importers. And so one of the solutions that we, um, that we found out of Boston was a, a company that's doing, using machine learning to data master um, and uh, to do, do better data mastering and actually really be able to um, di uh, differentiate different importers and whether or not um, they're hiding uh, that they are a risky importer. You know, a risky importer could be someone, uh, an entity that's sanctioned, you know, financially mm -hmm. risky um, uh, importers that are involved in forced labor or um, have been have been found to have intellectual property theft. And so we want to make sure that we are facilitating fair trade uh, for U.S. industries. And um, and so that that was a really interesting solution that's being used right now by by uh, customs. And so um, very exciting to see and be able to contribute to the mission of making sure that we're not bringing in um, goods from forced labor um uh importers so wow you know that's huge because you hear a lot of a lot of people you know how would an american company know that right uh, you you wouldn't normally just know that you're you're looking for the cheapest possible you know producer of a product that you need so so you guys work very closely with the department of commerce in that way huh Oh yeah, for sure. I, I, I that, not myself specifically, but the um, the the customs organizations do. There's a big big collaboration with, between them. You know, I I would like to uh, offer for all our listeners to seriously consider uh, what Melissa is talking about. We're going to talk about how you can contact Melissa again and then understand those four phases because if you know what to expect when they talk about, you know, yeah, they're going to help you and they're going to fund you up to $500,000. You get your proof of concept and you, and these are things that you normally would do here in Silicon Valley. These folks are very familiar with that. Get a minimal viable product, get your requirements, get your testing done, and then get your own development done. And you can then bring your product to market. And one of your first clients is the Department of Homeland Security. You can't ask for a better setup of that. And the main thing is that the Department of Homeland Security is saying, we want people to know this. So if you had to, Melissa, in another minute or so, could you summarize what that message you want all our entrepreneurs to hear, um, to, to share, so the word gets out? What would you say for them to do and get ready for this opportunity? Because that's exactly what it is, an opportunity. Yeah, definitely. This opportunity to, to help keep the country safe. Um, we're looking to partner with startups that uh, are um, that have a commercial product that can apply to uh, the DHS mission as well. And we're willing to offer up to uh, 500,000 per phase non-dilutive funding to help the company adapt their product to meet the DHS need. And so we can be a customer and, and mutually benefit um, with, uh, with the company. Um, and uh, we're really excited to work with startups and uh, have uh, would, would love to learn more about what they're working on and see how, how we might be able to partner. Well, Melissa, I'm going to say for $500,000, people are going to hear that. They're going to know, want to know how can they reach you. So please share again how people can reach you because you're the key to this. Yeah, just Google us, DHS, SVIP, 
and you'll find us, uh, we'll be one of the top hits. If you Google us, then you can find our website and our email address is right there. Um, so really looking forward to, to hearing from companies uh, and, and working together. Well, Melissa, I'm going to personally just say this. We're going to invite you back. I love what you're saying. I love this wonderful show and what you're, this opportunity, this is an opportunity that a lot of, a lot of people don't hear, especially uh, folks of color who may not have heard this. And now they're saying, whoa, wait a minute, I can work with the Department of Homeland Security. Man, this is a wonderful opportunity. So I want to thank you, Melissa, for, for sharing that. Wow. We're out of time right now, but we want to thank our guest today, Ms. Melissa O, the Managing Director of the Silicon Valley Innovation Program. You know, you can hear this show again via podcast from your local Black Chamber. So go to blackchamber.com, click on radio show, then podcast. So until we meet again, remember, whether it's education, health, even politics and sports, it's all about business. Stay safe and stay connected. You're listening to California Business Connections. You've been listening to California Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. Brought to you by the California African American Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, calaacc.net. That's calaacc.net. Or call 510-505-8818. 510-505-8818. Copies of our podcast are available online at calaacc.net. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at calaacc.net. That's info at calaacc.net. Keeping you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.